Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Right, uh, 9.33 here on uh, SENZ, 0800-150-811. What are the concerns that you have, or why aren't you going to NPC Rugby if they throw the gates open and it's uh, nothing to get in? Will you go? I mean, if uh, they take... you, the ground, the games to uh, Rangiora. What are the licensing issues at the Rangiora showgrounds? I mean, can you have a beer at the rugby um, uh, when they take it to some of these grounds? Uh, those sorts of things going to have to be taken into account. I mean, the, the levels of security um, when you have alcoholic things, you have to have a certain level of security. Are they going to be able to have that? I mean, what is the NPC support group look going to look like? Zaid, who is a regular at Eden Park. Uh, Zaid, good morning to you. Uh, good morning. Just before I get onto the NPC thing, I just want to get onto something quickly. I'm not sure if you caught any of the game because it was quite late at Four Blacks, but I think they missed a big opportunity and not um, making it through the group against Greece. They're up by 11 points at half time. And they, they should have put them away, but they, they didn't. You know what I mean? Yep, I saw that. Saw that. Um, they they actually led into the last quarter as well, Zaid. So uh, two occasions, once against Jordan and then against Greece, they let Leeds uh, slip. Yeah, it's just not good when um, you're at a big, a big event and you know when you get these um, you know these things to qualify and New Zealand aren't want to give them more money and you know I know basketball is already a big game but we want to grow it more in New Zealand and. The thing is, New Zealand sport would be too happy with them not making it out of the group again. I know it wasn't a hard, I know it was a hard group with Greece and America, but should still have won that game. Um, Black Caps this morning were absolutely awful. Like 139 is not a score in P20 cricket. You need at least 150, 160. Um, yeah, on the Edom, on the uh, NBC, uh, yeah, I win last night, but yeah, obviously, but there are many people. I guess hard as well on a Wednesday night. Um, it's cold, but Eden Park, I'm going to do anything on the prices, you know, I'll take it to 10 bucks, but there's nothing really that Eden Park can do there. They can't make the tickets any cheaper. Um, kids are three, so there's nothing really there. Um, something they do real cool at the Warriors is, you know, that lately they've been doing that um, when they have night time things to be doing like a light show or some fireworks or something like that, maybe. Or if there's anything they can maybe invest in that, I'm not sure. Um, yeah, what they can do on that, maybe, yeah. Maybe a little bit better half-time shows, but pricing, there's nothing they can really do with ticket pricing. And maybe no, there's nothing... Like a- you, you know, Zaid, uh, what gets me is, uh, what, 10 days ago? Was it Was it even 10 days ago? Eden Park was chocker. It was absolutely chocker watching um, two countries that so far removed from New Zealand playing football. Women's footballer, which we never thought would uh, imagine. So, uh, is it the uh, is the NPC 
even lost its gloss. I mean, FIFA World Cup certainly didn't lose its gloss. It gained its gloss. But I, I, I just wonder, is it the NPC? Do, do we just not care, Zade? I mean, you care about Auckland sport, I know. Yeah. All good, thank you. Hard to know. Okay, Zade, good on you. Thanks very much for your call this morning. Matt's texted in and said, Christchurch New Stadium will encourage people for a couple of years at least. I think you're right. That'll be the novelty thing. Uh, Meccano Stadium makes uh, an unappealing product uh, more unappealing. Still needs better game day experience, cheaper tickets, better services, more than just a game of footy. Uh, Not that uh, hard to take lessons from overseas sporting events. Use it as a lost leader to build back some momentum. That's from Matt. Uh, morning, Smithy. Um, now that the Warriors have secured a home final, when will we find out uh, where the venue will be? I would imagine either first thing Monday morning, I would think. I'd be thinking first thing Monday morning, um, or if not sooner. Surely they must have finalised that. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking you're right. Um, we, we've heard from uh, Cam, George and co that they really would like, from a club perspective, to be playing at uh, Go Media Mount Smart Stadium, but they don't get the final say when it comes to the playoffs. Um, it uh, is up to the NRL because the NRL take all the spondulics and then uh, I guess they redistribute it in their own way, but uh, they're in control of playoff footy. A $10 entry at the Canterbury Rugby game this weekend, Canterbury Bulls League playing at uh, NGA, uh, sorry, uh, NGA, no, sorry, it's uh, bad, uh, Napuna, Napunawai. Napunawai. Yeah, Napunawai yeah. on Saturday. And it's free entry. Where's Napunawai, Louis? Educate me. It's just down the road from where we are in Addington, so it's, uh, I guess, kind of Hallswally area. It's very close. So this is where mm-hmm. they're building a brand new um, netball facility as well, as well, which will be open. So Canterbury's kind of sports hubs are uh, booming. There's, um, I guess, lots of different places that you can that are centred. And the Canterbury Rugby League, they did a hell of a job, I think, for their, their club finals day. It was $15 a ticket, and they had all of the finals on a Sunday. So they did a good job there, and that was a really good day, a really good uh, narrow victory as well in the end by uh, Linwood. So, yeah, Canterbury Rugby League's going very good at the moment. It's the first weekend of the National Provincial uh, Championship this weekend. Actually, maybe that's something for us tomorrow, Smithy, to talk a bit of a regional rugby league. Maybe. Uh, should we look into that? Absolutely. Yeah. How's rugby league? How's rugby league at grassroots level? Because it, you, um, if you don't, too, if you're not close to it, you, you kind of assume that they're really battling as well. But maybe they're not. Uh, Mikey from Christchurch. Mikey, good morning. Oh, good day, Ian. Did you uh, did you watch the cricket this morning by any chance? Or well, any of it? I watched pa- patches of it. I, I watched patches of it. Yeah, I, I knew from the yes. uh, the disappointing batting performance that I didn't think we had much chance. Put it that way. No, no. So I, I, I kind of woke up and I thought, oh, TVNZ Live, awesome. So chuck that on. That was great. Um, and watched the bowling of it all. Um, I guess at the end of the day, like T20, it's forgotten tomorrow. Who cares? Remembers it's You know, we've got the next three to go. But my question for you is, it always seems to me, Lockie Ferguson always seems to be absolutely pumped. Um, they were smashing fours and sixes off him willy-nilly. I mean, is his pace an absolute detriment to that game, T20? What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, look, um, he makes a living out of it. Um, I think uh, he had a hell of a contract in the IPL just recently. So, you know, it's, it's one of the forms of the game that the Lockie specialises in. Uh, the, the, the one thing about pace is that uh, unless the pitch is lightning quick and you can really hurry someone up, pace can be your enemy. 
So in Lockie's case, yeah. he has to find more variations. And at the, one of the wickets, he got Milan out this morning when he came back with a slower ball. The other kind of variations, Mikey, that he has to come up with. Yeah, yeah. and a bit more often, eh? <laughs> yeah, a bit more often. Yeah. You're not, right. not going many games with 139, Mikey. Um, you know, they could have got uh, 200. Yeah, I know. It was frightening, actually. They're a good outfit, England. Cool. All right, thanks, Smithy. Thanks for that. Okay, Mikey. Uh, thanks very much for your call. Uh, all of uh, half of Auckland's population are Asian people, and they don't care about rugby. I think that's a fair reflection too. Population shift, as and it is true. There is a massive amount of um, of Asian people living in Auckland, and rugby is not their thing. Um, there's a lot. Uh, there's a heap of Indian people live in Auckland, and cricket is their thing, and that's reflected in cricket crowds. Other provinces haven't been as bad as Eden Park, Louis. Is that your observation? Yeah, I think the demographic is changing, Smithy. Yeah, I guess the the population base is changing, of course. Um, yeah, but I think if you look globally, like sports like basketball we keep hearing about and football, the Football Women's World Cup. I mean, we're just going around in circles really with this conversation. Um, there, there are an accumulation of reasons that I guess other sports are trending upwards and, and rugby might be trending downwards. But I don't think... I think Neil Barnes hit the nail on the head when he sp- spoke about player retention and making it more fun for coaches. If you can't have people at the grassroots at clubland level having fun enjoying the game and staying inside the game to go on to coach, to be team manager, to run the bar. Retention, not just on the field, but within the clubs. I don't think we can expect the NPC sides to flow on and then also get people, because they're the same people that would turn up and watch a game of NPC in the weekend. So well, I guess the bigger question is this injection to, from Silver Lake, of the Silver Lake money to the community game, where, what is the barometer? Because I know New Zealand Rugby weren't going to let it be a sugar rush. They spoke about that at the time. Steve Lancaster was very clear that there was they weren't just going to be able to spend willy-nilly. I hope, like how they haven't just spent it all on players at the MPC, the, the high-performance level, which there was some murmurings that some of the unions, some of the provinces had been a little bit guilty of that. Um, so when are we going to start to see the reflection of that cash investment as far as boots on the ground at the clubs, playing numbers and player retention. Because Neil Barnes was bang on when he said it can't be about plucking kids out to be high performers because they will fall out of love with the game. And and I think that it is all tying into the the changing demographic. And you just triggered me when you said that, well, there's lots of uh, Indian people and in Auckland, and it's true, there's lots of migrants of, of that nature in uh, Auckland. Well, ironically, Auckland is the place that struggles to get too much serious cricket. It's usually hidden giggle that goes there, isn't it? Because they don't have a facility. <laughs> Well, I well I do. They, you know, they have a, a good T Twenty facility. I mean, t- Eden Park's actually tailor made for T Twenty cricket because it's it's got the smaller boundaries. The ball gets whistled out of the park, and everyone goes home happy. Uh, you know, it's actually a, a really good T Twenty ground. Man, when it rocks, it rocks. We know that. <clears throat> it just doesn't rock often enough. What they haven't got at Auckland is a, a pretty pure Test ground. They just simply haven't. Um, we've talked about that before, and I guess they're even now looking around, and, and um, you know, we, we talked yesterday to the new CEO of New Zealand Cricket, um, Scott Wienerke, and his, his biggest issue for me is where's the game going to be in three to four years? I mean, you know, first-class cricket, Louis, first-class cricket used to have big crowds. You know, we, we, you know they used to pack in and love first-class cricket. 
and they used to charge, and people used to love it, love the day out there. Now, no one goes to first-class cricket in, in this country, but was there ever a day when you thought that would happen to rugby? Well, it has. Open your eyes. It has.